You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. Has Stripe suspended or closed your account? I understand this must be a very frantic time. So I'm going to give you a couple of steps on what you can do to start accepting credit cards on your website once again, and to get your business back up and running. My name is Maria Sparagas and I help thousands of merchants find alternative payment solutions to Stripe through my company, Direct Paynet. So if you need any help, check out the details down below, but I'm going to give you right now a few things that you could do to ensure that your business doesn't suffer from a Stripe closure or suspension. And obviously this applies to any processor, but we get a lot of questions at Direct Paynet from customers and merchants who are worried about their Stripe account being frozen or suspended and so forth. So that's why I'm focusing on this one today. So first things first, you know, obviously this is a frantic time, but there is no need to panic right now. This is the time that you should be really honing in and making sure you create a plan. So your business does not continue suffering or you don't suspend sales while you're waiting on Stripe's decision. So first things first, Stripe is in charge. It is very rare that Stripe reverses a decision. And if they do reverse a decision, it can take weeks. So the important thing is to find an alternative payment processing solution. So your business doesn't lose sales. Now, this is a two-step process. Obviously you need to start accepting payments right away to ensure that obviously any ads that you have or anything else that you have going on in bringing traffic to your site doesn't have to stop because you can't accept payments. So the first thing that you should do is find another third-party process for example, like Stripe, there's PayPal, there's Square, there's a couple of them out there, Braintree and so forth, that you can get a, a payment processing solution quickly. Now you can sign up to these and be processing within the hour. So this is why I'm suggesting that you do that. Now, if Stripe has shut down or suspended your account, it's likely that you're in a higher risk business. So the important thing is to understand that getting another kind of third party processor or a payment facilitator like PayPal or Braintree and so forth is not going to be a long-term solution for you. It's important that as you get that solution up and running temporarily, that you start the process to get your own merchant account with a merchant service provider like Direct Paynet who works on high risk businesses or businesses that are just difficult to onboard with companies like Stripe. So for example, if you're a supplements merchant selling nutraceuticals, or if you are in coaching or selling high ticket items in travel, these are kind of areas where Stripe and third-party processors like PayPal and Braintree and so forth, they shy away from these industries. So it's important that you work with a payment processor that understands your business, that is willing to work with you and that you present all this information before you're onboarded. So the important thing is to start both things at the same time. You want to start a merchant account application with a payment processor that is friendly to your business vertical. And you want to get yourself a second solutions, like a third party or payment facilitator, they're called and so forth. Like, you know, Stripe is one of them. So what the key difference is here, just to kind of explain is a merchant account provider will actually review your account, review your processing statements, review your business and take between three and 10 days to onboard you, depending on the complexity of your business, a processor like Stripe or PayPal or Braintree will onboard you, let you start processing. And then when 
when you start having high volume or a few disputes come in and so forth, then they do the review. And that's when they tell you, Hey, by the way, we don't actually accept your type of business. So we're going to close your account. So that's why working with a merchant account provider, although the process is a little bit more involving, it actually is beneficial for most online businesses because there are no surprises at the end, right? Remember anything that comes too quickly will always have consequences, which is, you know, the application process with companies like Stripe and PayPal and so forth. Very easy, very fast. But the consequence of it is, is if you scale or too quickly, or you have high tickets, or you're in a niche, that's a little bit more gray area, higher risk. That's when you're going to run into problems and keep in mind, a lot of merchants don't even realize they're high risk until Stripe tells them Stripe says, Hey, you're a high risk merchant. So take a look at Stripe's restricted and prohibited list. And you will see that most online businesses fit in that restricted list. So even if you are working with Stripe actively right now, and you're listening to this video, you should get yourself a backup. So you don't find yourself in a bad situation in a few months. Now, second, one thing that you should do almost immediately as you're looking for your payment providers is create what we call an application package. This is going to save you so much time and it's going to be so easy for you to apply and get documentation, um, through various processors. Now an application package, very, very simple. All we're looking for is really your processing history and some financials and banking statements. So what you want to do is you want to log into Stripe and you want to download your balance reports in PDF format. You should do this for every month that you've processed on Stripe. So you can have a record of all of it. You're not going to be asked for all of it, but it's always good for you to have it in case Stripe, for example, disables your account and you're not able to log in anymore. So log in, download all your balance reports in PDF format and make sure that you save them all month by month. Payment processors always look at data on a monthly basis. So don't download a six month file and just, you know, save that. You really want to have every calendar month saved separately. You also want to have in your application package, your last three months of business bank statements. You want to have your company documents, articles of association or incorporation documents, and you may want to have a year or two of financials. Again, this depends on how big your business is. If you have over hundred thousand dollars in sales per month, then financials might be a good idea to include in your application package. So once you have that package ready, you can go and apply to a lot of different payment processors and they always ask for these same documents. So it'll just save you an enormous amount of time. If you already have them ready in a file, you can shoot them off to whoever you want to work with. Now you're probably thinking, Hey Maria, you know, I really want to get my Stripe account back or Stripe is holding all my money. I don't want to just let this go. And I agree with you. You shouldn't let this go. Tip one and tip two were really just to get your business up and running. And that's the most important thing, right? Your business is bleeding right now. You have no way of accepting credit card payments. So you want to get yourself other solutions. You want to set yourself up. When you're done that and kind of, you know, uh, getting ready to set up somewhere else for your payment processing, what you want to do is you want to start negotiating with Stripe. I'm not saying that, you know, they will reopen the account. They may, or they may not, regardless of whether they do or not, you definitely don't want to send all your credit card transactions to them if they re-enable your account because they can do it again. So if they re-enable your account, you should still look for a backup option and you can, you know, shift some volume at both solutions to make sure that you have an accurate backup. So every single business process that you have, likely your customer service, your servers, um, different softwares that you have, you always have backups 
Credit card processing should be no exception because that is literally the lifeblood of an online business. So as you're negotiating with Stripe, what you want to do is you want to try to get some of your money released. So it is important to know your numbers. So know what your dispute rate is. What is your refund rate? Stripe is not just going to say, Hey, here's your money back. What Stripe's policy is, is that if they close your account, they will keep your money for nine months. So if you're processing $50,000 and they shut down your account today, they will keep that $50,000 for nine months as per their terms and conditions. So Stripe has very strict terms and conditions that allows them to keep your money for a really long time. I mean, obviously if you're in a business where you're fulfilling products and so forth and you need the cash flow, this could be very problematic. So what you want to do is you want to write a letter to Stripe, send it by email and also send it by snail mail. Now you can look up their address, depending on what region you're in. If the, you're in the U S they have an address in, in California. If you're in Europe, then there's an Irish mailing address. You want to send them a letter explaining your situation and explain that you need access to the funds. Now, if you're able to cut it, try asking only for 50% of your funds right now. And then 30 days later, ask for the other 50%. So you have to keep in mind that they need some money in their float for refunds and disputes and any other account transaction fees. So they're not just going to give you all your money because if they get, for example, 30 refunds or chargebacks in the next, you know, 60 days, they need to ensure that they have money in your account to fund those. So take a look at what you're processing, what kind of return rates and so forth, and make a logical calculation. Like for example, like I said, 50% right now, 50% in 30 days or 50% now, 25% in 30 days, and then 25%, you know, at the end, maybe a couple of months down the line. But if you go in and really just ask for your money all at once and start arguing and so forth, it's just going to lead you nowhere. And you're probably going to get no money until the end of the nine month waiting period. Now you're probably you know, upset about this saying, how can they keep my money for nine months? Well, when you sign up for Stripe and you just click off that, I accept terms and conditions, you've just accepted that they can keep your money for nine months if they shut down your account. So there's really, um, very little, little recourse that you have other than using some soft skills and trying to negotiate with them. Now, most of the time merchants that I guide through this are successful, at least at getting half of their money back pretty quickly. And then obviously negotiating for the rest as your performance changes, right? If you're still getting, you know, a hundred refunds after 30 days, then obviously they're not going to give you all your money back. But if the refunds really stop after 30, 40 days, they may start giving you money back at a higher frequency. As I said, this is a frank, frantic time. It's important that you have kind of uh, two things going on at the same time, which is finding alternative solutions like a merchant account and, or a, another payment facilitator or third-party processor like PayPal, Braintree, and so forth. And on the second side is you want to have the track going where you're asking and communicating with Stripe to get your money back or to try to get your account re-enabled so you can have them also as a backup. So keep these two things in mind and don't forget to create your application package because that will save you a lot of heartache as you're applying for for other merchant processors. If you have any questions or if you need any help with getting an alternative payment processor, please check out my details below. Email me directly, maria at directpayment.com. Me and my team would be happy to help you and guide you through this very frantic time. Wishing you the best of luck and I look forward to your comments down below. Hope you found today's session valuable. 
If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. 